This is The Real Deal Podcast, brought to you by paintballaccess.com. I'm Maddie Marshall, and had an amazing barbecue cooked up by Map Chim at Todd Martinez's house as uh, Notorious was in San Diego to play my Kinman series, and got to sit down with them with a belly full of the most amazing food ever, because Map Chim is just a master griller. And they talk about the team, they talk about the series, talk about paintball a little bit, and... Todd Martinez fell asleep on us because, you know, that's just what Todd does when it's late at night and he's got a belly full of food because he loves food so much. But uh, Map and Goon definitely had some interesting things to say. All right, so we're here with uh, Map Chim, Todd Martinez, and Goon. Map Chim and Goon from Notorious, uh, from the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. And Todd Martinez, the coach infamous, co-host on Paintball Access, former Dynasty, former Aftershock, former Ironman, former Avalanche, etc., etc., but we're here because Map and Goon are in town for why don't, why don't you guys break it down for us? Why are we here? Why are you guys even? Why are you guys in San Diego right now? Well, we we came down early to kick it to do, <laughs> to do this. Uh, but we, to barbecue. I mean, barbecue. we wanted to do this podcast about three hours ago, but Matt <laughs> was just laying down, just delicious treat after scrumptious morsel after course after course. So it was kind of like carne asada and then some more carne asada and then uh br brats with onions and deliciousness and uh and then there was uh some spicy green beans and then there was chicken so anyway we got a little bit of a late start a little bit of a late start yeah. but it was still delicious nonetheless but you guys are down here to play because you won the last event so i mean i don't know break the series down for me map uh well, we came down here to uh, play the WCPPL, like Kenman League, and uh, it's, it's just all in California. It's cheap, it's affordable, and I could fly out on Wednesday, hang out, you know, for two days with my boys. Yeah. And it's like what you were saying; it's like super competitive. I mean, you've been kind of around the world to play paintball. You play for Excess, you play for Dynasty, you play for Nine Dogs. I mean, it's, it's fun. It's it's fun just to play with the uh, like all your friends from you know your hometown, Washington. And well, it's like sense of pride. I mean, what is that though? You know, I mean, like what is notorious for people that don't know? I mean, there's been a lot of good paintball that's come out of the Pacific Northwest over the years. I mean, we were just talking before we started recording about how you guys never really got a fair shake. In the sense, you never had the best players all playing together, you know. And now, with Thunder coming out of, of the Pacific Northwest again, it's like kind of there's been I know it's there's been a drop off over the past couple of years, but it seems like there seems to be some sort of like reinvigoration for the scene up there, you know. Well, for one, from like, the outside looking in a little bit, you know. Everybody kind of like want to do like their own thing, you know, which is cool. You know, I'm not hating on that. But at the same time, you know, like all of us in the Northwest have to be cohesive. You know what I think? I, it seems like there was always a greener pasture like three hours away. That's what it always felt like, whether it was the dogs or, um, gosh, I don't know, Vendetta or something like that. Something up north, something down south, something east, something west. Never seemed to like really populate primarily out of Seattle, which is kind of weird. I don't know. Maybe not a field sport. Well, people have always grouped like Portland and Seattle together. 
even though it's kind of like it seems like a mini rivalry kind of. I mean, I guess it's the same. Oh, as, always, dude. Yeah, I mean, yes. it's kind of. I guess it's the same as like. Yeah, those are our friends. Yeah. 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 From SoCal to uh, North NorCal. NorCal. Yeah. yeah, it's like. Yeah. From down here all the way up there. I mean, yeah. it's like, uh, and beyond NorCal is. Yeah. Uh, that, 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 way up there. Yeah. But there's like different counties and shit. No. Yeah, but I mean, it's like for the outside looking in, it's it's for us, it's all the Pacific Northwest. But for you guys, it's like okay, there's Oregon and there's Washington. I mean, you guys even used to have a big game where it was like Oregon versus Washington, right? And earlier, you know, it was like okay, well, all right, well, who would win? You know, if, if that game existed today, you guys unanimously. Oh wrote, shit! Me and Maverick <laughs> go down there and take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but who won those games though? Historically speaking. I think Oregon, Oregon got most of them. <laughs> they have more people. Oregon has more people than Washington? No. Well, just the people that show up and pay $80. Yeah. The field was down there. They have a home court yeah. advantage, always. The field is down there. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Man, that, that'll, that, that's no yeah. excuse for the boys from Washington. I mean, yeah, that's right. Got, like, some of the best. So a lot of, I mean, solid players that have come out. Who's come out of Washington before? You know, it's like Jeez. you, so Map Jim, Tyler Michaud. John Richardson, um, who else? Mikey Lou. Yeah. I mean, there's been like really good players. Chris Wilson. Chris Wilson. Like, top level pro players have come Rocky out. Raymond Newth. Raymond Newth. Actually, they're from Oregon. Yeah, they're from Oregon. Oregon. See, this is what the Calif- we don't even, Californians <laughs> don't even know. We're just kind of like. I, oh, I thought we were just talking about that everywhere above NorCal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and honestly, it's not even just anywhere NorCal. It's like north of San Francisco, essentially, because like. Pretty much if you're not in SoCal. You're like NorCal, so like Rocky Earth <laughs> is like Nor Everything Cal, um, Nor Everywhere. Oh man! You're like Nor Everywhere of me. <laughs> nor everywhere. You're like a, a where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, so tell me about the team. You know, tell me about Notorious. I mean, is it just this team that's playing this event? I mean, how many guys did you bring down for this event? Eight. Eight. And eight. Eight out of how many do you have in the entire crew? Oh geez, well we got a we got a lot of rookies and, and fresh, fresh talent. I mean that's kind of what we've, I don't know, kind of just done in the past. Like, we see a lot of fresh faces. Like hey man, come out, play, encourage we, people to play paintball. Yeah, they play beginner, they go yeah. play rookie, and you know we see people come and go. But every now and again you get some good people come through. Nico, Nico Perry is, you know, same thing. Well, what do you guys think about Nico Perry? Because it's like. He's the youngest player in the league um, in the PSP. He's definitely, you know, looks pretty talented, but haven't really seen him break out much yet, you know? I mean, he, but he's only, what, 16 or 17 years old? Gosh, I, he might even be just, like, 15. I think he just turned, I, I don't know for sure, but I think he no, just turned I, 16. No, I, I love that kid to death. You know, I can't, you know, I can't really hate on the kid at all for, for doing what he did. You know, I understand going pro and, you know, how cool that would be, but, you know... We love that kid. He's fun. Did he come out of your guys' crew, or? Yeah. Oh, so he's yeah, a notorious kid originally. Sure. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. You know, we Map and I drank with his dad, and his dad's a nut. <laughs> you, remember that, you remember that one time Kevin took his shirt off, started flexing nuts at <laughs> that Harrisburg hotel? Yeah. Dead of winter, like three in the morning. Nico Perry's dad <laughs> <laughs> ripped his shirt off, got all crazy. I don't know if you've ever seen Kevin Perry. He's not that big. Yeah. <laughs> So, That's but, pretty funny. So, I mean, is he... He looks like Spesh. <laughs> but <laughs> smaller. <laughs> <laughs> but in Hulk mode. 
So he's originally kind of well. I mean, how long is he? How long did he play with you guys? If he's only fifteen or sixteen now, I mean that's mm, probably like a year and a half, two years. And he kind of got the opportunity to. I mean, so are you in Portland Uprising tight? I'm sorry, not Portland Uprising, but Seattle Thunder tight. Or man, Corey and I, you know, Corey's my boy. You know, I could talk to him like I don't know, like say what I want to say to him, and you know, he always. Say what you know he, how he feels and what he thinks. It's always like up, up front and forward, which what you know which I like. And uh, yeah, you know uh, I try to practice with those guys all the time and just trying to build like the paintball scene. Are you, so as far as I mean, are you guys are the team that they play then getting ready for the PSP events. So you're like one of the practice squads because I mean, who else? What are the other big teams right now? Are there any other big teams out of your guys' area? No. Nope. So I mean, that does that mean a lot to you guys? Meaning that you know it's only kind of a couple teams now that represent your whole area for paintball on the competitive side of things. So you're kind of like kind of carrying the flag for <clears throat> that whole part of you the know, world, you know? Uh, we'll set up the field and get them ready, you know, the best as we can to uh you know send them to like any psp and compete in the uh the pro level you know it's rough you know with, with sponsorship it's not even helping these players before it like everybody else is you know like everybody fucking play ball now it's like you know it's, it's coming out of your own pocket it's just a little bit different but you get a chance to win some money coming down here right? yeah that's why we're down here man like fuck <laughs> You know, yeah. Pay for, pay for the trip. Hopefully, you know. Yeah. Pay for the trip. Because you won the last one, right? You won the last one. Yeah. We uh, we worked a whole bunch. You know, we went out and ref the super game, and you know, as a team, we ref the super game so we could pay for our fucking bunker upgrades that the PSP require, PSP affiliated fields. You know, new upgrades. The you know with the bunker kits and just working away refing tournaments. Local tournaments. Yeah. And, and Map, I mean, it's like for you, it's it's got to be kind of interesting because now you're in the position of like a leadership role. You know what I mean? Like you've kind of come full circle. I mean, you, you were one of the best players ever, ever to come out of the Pacific Northwest. I mean, so kind of like, I mean, where have you been? And what, I mean, who did, how did you get your start? You know? Naughty Dogs, right? I mean, yeah. Like, uh, like for me, like a lot of it just, you know, like, give back. I always want to give back. Somehow, some way, you know, just want to give back because paintball have given me so much. Well, yeah, I mean, you have an interesting story, too, because you're originally from Cambodia, you know, so it's like, I mean, a lot of people can't see Map or maybe you don't know a story, but Map's been around for a long time. It's been, you know, kind of a big name in the industry for a long time, but for a lot of the new people that are kind of just coming on the scene, they don't really know your story. I mean, you know, it's like, You've lived in the woods in Cambodia for years, yeah. you know, like fleeing the Khmer Rouge and then came over to the United States and didn't speak any English and, you know, had to bootstrap your way up in this world, you know, it's so it's kind of like pretty formative and, you know, it's kind of a cool story. Well, you know, you just got to just go with the punches. Well, it's like, you know, it's it, it was kind of interesting because like we were talking before we started and you were telling me about something your mom said and what was that? <laughs> what was the, uh, I can't remember uh, the saying was, but it was... She said, uh, she said, it's like what to think when you're down, you know, yeah, like life's yeah, on the right? ropes, you know, yeah, like you know, you're back against the wall. This is like, you know, I'm, I'm not fucking bowing, I'm fucking reloading, 
I'm not bowing, I'm reloading. Yeah. I love that one, it's pretty good. Like, that's always stuck in my head. It's like, you know, don't ever fucking give up. You know, you're fucking down. Don't. You keep fighting. You move forward. Yeah, yeah. and what's so it's interesting because you guys are like rebuilding the Pacific Northwest scene right now. You know, I mean, what's what's that like? I mean, how's how's it up there right now? It's uh, you know, it's rough. I mean, like paintball, it's a whole in in the Northwest. It's it's rough because everybody is like divided. We're all divided. You know, but that seems like a, a story that's commonly heard. I mean, you hear that a lot. You know, everywhere everywhere I go, it seems like there's always a couple camps fighting against each other. Seems to be that you know that's just like, you know, microcosm of what's happening all over, but it's bad, you know, in a lot of ways because you can't really unite the tribe, so to speak, when something like that's happening. But that's what you guys are kind of. I mean, at least it seems like you guys are trying to do right now. Yeah, just just you know, just get everybody playing and just get everybody to like help each other, help one another, and you know, getting people ready for the tournament. You know, the part-time ninjas is playing our field. Seattle Thunder played our field. Yeah, it's, it's just get these guys ready for the tournament. And but it's kind of cool. It's like you get to come down to San Diego, stay at Todd's house. I mean, we're at Todd Martinez's house right now. Yeah. Just had a mm-hmm. delicious barbecue. Mav is a master chef. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, Goon, I mean... You've been doing this for a long time, man. I mean, this is... Yeah, it's fun. There's nothing I'd rather do, to be honest with you. That's why I'm still doing it. Why is that? I mean, why are you guys still doing it? You know, I mean, we're sitting here in, in Todd's <laughs> just, living room. Well just, well, just because this is a perfect example. Like, you don't, you don't like, find this kind of joy doing other stuff. At least I don't. I don't do, you know, snowboarding or wakeboarding or shit like that, because that doesn't do it for me. This is what does it for me. Why is that, you think, <clears throat> The people I've met, and then, you know, come Saturday and Sunday, we get to shoot each other. <laughs> and that's kind of like what it all boils down to. That's how I met Map, is just the we decided to shoot guns at each other on some common day, you know. <clears throat> yeah, how did you guys meet originally? <clears throat> I worked at a paintball field, and uh, Map showed up, and he had, he actually had a fucking pump gun that was, like, shit you not, like seven feet tall. <laughs> it was like a it was like a Bushmaster or some shit and then it had a it had like this it had like this PVC yeah PVC silencer on it like this. <laughs> and then he also had like a like a seventeen ounce CO two tank, like a CO two tank you never seen. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's like you know there's not like a seventeen ounce there's, there's seven ounce, not a 20, ounce, yeah. ounce twenty. No, he had yeah. this shit he found like at the swap meet that had like a goofy valve on it. <laughs> <laughs> And he had he had all that wrapped in like mossy mossy fabric. Where'd you find that? Was that like a, a no, like a burlap sack he shredded or what? <laughs> What's the fucking neighbors? It was the neighbors' burlap sack. It was the neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, the neighbors' tank or the neighbors', the neighbors, no, the neighbors like whole setup? You know, like I I didn't fucking have any money to buy all that shit. You know. <laughs> So like if I go out there, it's just so wait. When you first started playing paintball, you were borrowing the neighbor stuff. Yeah, the kid that fucking played paintball across the street. And first, he you know he took me out and gave me a pump gun, and he had like a like a micro mag or something like that. But fresh <laughs> <press> air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was like, made it real fair. Made it real fair. I mean, whatever, right? You know, you know, just whatever. 
wise man at world. Uh -huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, keep it going. So, and then uh, one day he's like, you know, let's let's go play in a field, like uh, just like you know, like a walk. And I was like, what's that? I was like, you know, like where a bunch of people meet up and play paintball. I was like, wow, that sounds cool. And uh, I went out there and paid ten bucks and you know played with the goofy pump and. And he had a micro mag. Yeah, he had he had a micro mag on, on compressed air. I was like that, I, you know, that was like the coolest thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was the coolest thing, and uh, I played and I just never stopped. I love it. You know. uh, uh, how did you first start playing at all? Uh, we went to a, a birthday party at Hole in the Wall. I was man, I was young. I actually took a ball out of my hopper and broke it on my arm. <laughs> first time I played. Really, Todd? How did you? Where did you first start playing paintball? Nineteen ninety-six. It's a long story. <laughs> well, we got we got a little bit of time. Right? Uh, uh, <laughs> start. How about nineteen ninety-six? Nineteen eighty-six. Played a field in New Mexico. Played with a pump gun myself. Watched my dad run people down all day. <laughs> First day ever in a baseball helmet. <laughs> JT Rippersnapper goggles. With a stingray. Plastic guns. Bunkering people. First day. Running against no shirt guy. There's a dude out there with no shirt. Just running around. Just shooting people. Dude with a micro mag. Fucking next time we played. Me and my dad went and got some micro mags. We're like, <laughs> vertical bottle, 20 ounce piece. Yeah. Shooting 320. <laughs> you no. do, if you turn, yeah. turn it upside down, you can't. Yeah. yeah, it's pump full of liquid. Mm -hmm. There's old school tricks back then. You can't even do it. Yeah. Not, it's not even fathomable anymore. I mean, mm -hmm. the way you can manipulate the guns to do stuff that it wasn't that was supposed great. to do. Like, yeah. you know, and they started inventing all these different technologies to keep, like, every. It's funny, like, every, all, all, most of the technologies have been and invented. It's like, Make it shoot faster, make it from shooting too fast. Make it shoot faster, make it from shooting too fast. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like NASCAR. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, stick to play. Yeah. But, you know, like talking about that, like, I remember when I was an amateur playing, playing as trauma and they have like electronic guns and we have autocockers. That was, that was rough. Yeah. Yeah, that was rough. I mean, because, well, you were on the night vibe. That's what I'm saying, like, map. So it's like a lot of these people that are listening probably now don't really know your history. So, I mean, like, kind of take us through your paintball adventure. You know, what? how did you get to where you are now? Um, my gosh. It, it, I guess it started, like, high school. I, I just started playing paintball. And, you know, that's where I met Goon at the paintball field. He was, he was working at the paintball field, and I was just a walk on there. And then uh, I just started playing paintball like every weekend. Stopped going to work on Sunday and got fired from a job and just kept playing paintball. I mean, you told me some crazy story about like how things are supposed to meant to happen and then you had, remember you were going to some tryout or something and you were yeah. driving really, what's the? Yeah, it was, it was with him. After the dogs tryout? No, the uh, exile tryout. Yeah. Oh, the exile tryout. Yeah, that's right. Was that in Port Orchard? 
No, that was in uh, like Oregon. Where we oh, didn't all the, know. All the outdoor? Oh, yeah. No, I think it was like Weekend Warriors were like really? uh, somebody, our friend, uh, this guy that, that, that helped us play paintball like locally, you know, he like paid for us to go to fucking pay, you know, go pay the entry fee for us to go play like local tournament GWS and NWPS and he just play all these local tournaments and uh, one day he told us that hey uh, you know <clears throat> Exile which is a AMB team back in the day it's like 10 man days you know it's like I remember Exile yeah and uh, they have a tryout in Oregon and this guy told us about it he's like oh here's a bag of weed there you go you guys you know cool Get down there, you know. I think you two, you you know, should go and try out for the for for this team. We're like, uh, okay, we met him at like a.m. p.m. off two seventy second and fed away, and just he gave us a bag of weed and told us to go down there and try it out, <laughs> and we did, you know. And I just, play, you know, played for Exile for like two tournaments. And uh, and then so you played for Exile for two tournaments, and then where did you go from there? Because I mean, you ended up on really big teams, you know, Dynasty, Excessive. I mean, and, and, and I, Naughty Dogs. I mean, how did you get to there? And I, I went played for the Naughty Dogs when they were amateurs. Yeah, played for the Naughty Dogs for a long time, long time. And then how did you get to your next spots? Like, how did you get to Dynasty? How did you get to Excessive? trip just you just you just you just want it all you know you just want to like push yourself and go forward and and then but I mean like how did that I mean how'd that work out you know I mean it's like obviously you're pushing yourself and moving forward but that's you know there's a lot of years in there I mean there's a lot kind of of story, essentially. Essentially, is 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 you know like like for me personally, it was hard leaving the Naughty Dogs. It was it was like one of the fucking hardest thing I ever I ever did, you know, and left them you know to play for play for excessive, and you know I thought like because I want to push myself. And, and see how far I, you know, I could go and, and, and what I could do. And, uh, my gosh, went, you know, went played for excessive, you know, it didn't work out, you know. I was young. I, I wish I could, like, a little bit more, like, be a little bit more, like, headstrong when I was there. But I wasn't, you know, I thought I was, but I wasn't. And then it's like, but now, you know, it's it's kind of like we talked about before, you know, it's like you go and now you're kind of like leading this tribe, you know, or one of the leaders of this tribe. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it's like a collective effort, but, you know, it's, it's kind of like we were talking about how you, you know, you guys are now kind of working with, I think it was Mikey Lou and Chris Wilson, you know, it's like you guys are from the best players to come from that area. And it's like, if you don't pass on that knowledge to the new players, then it kind of like dies with you guys, you know, or they, or it's not that it dies with you because of that, that knowledge still exists, but then the other players in that team have to like go out and like find that from, 
you know, I have to get that, that knowledge from the world about how to, you know, what the way and the walk and the strategy, everything you have to do to be like good at competitive paintball, you know? I think like to me like it comes naturally just to like hang out with those people because we're all we're all friends you know we know we've known Mikey for a long time we've how many how many oysters do you think we've eaten with Mikey over the years lots without <laughs> bushels bushels upon bushels of oysters and it's like it, it comes natural just to hang out with those people and you know be at a paintball field and then just automatically talk about you know like the shots from the corner and you know do this do that I mean it's it's easy so it's just been uh, what I felt like doing, you know. Yeah. So it's and I again, it was funny. You were telling me something interesting <laughs> about how, like, you know, you're supposedly I don't know. We'll see tomorrow night, but you're a pretty good pool player, you know. And you, were you like, know, I, I I used to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be okay, but pools pools one of those things. It's kind of like uh, you know, like sometimes like if you don't play paintball for six weeks, like your snapshot just is like. I mean, you're just off by a sixteenth of an inch, and that's all it takes. Yeah. And just playing playing pool late. by the same respect, yeah. and it's the same way. You miss like that sneaky little cut into the side pocket, and then you know now it's your turn, and you put in four balls. The game's over. That sucks. I used to not miss, so I used to run the table. Yeah. Yeah. Every now and again. Eight ball, or you just run the table on eight ball. Or? Eight ball, nine ball is pretty tricky to do, but I could I could run on nine ball. Yeah, you're a little more strategic. A little bit more, yeah. Eight ball's a lot more forgiving, I think. <clears throat> yeah. You know, you got seven seven other balls to shoot at. Nine ball, you know, you got to be consecutive, and that's tough. Yeah. And Todd, weren't you telling me something about how you could just break down some sort of metaphor between playoff basketball and uh, paintball? I don't know. We were having this conversation earlier, but... Anything. <laughs> Anything. Everything? Pretty much. On everything? Pretty much. Well, I break down. For I, I love the playoffs. This is my favorite time of year. I will break down for me. You know, like break down for the people at home. I mean, what's the deal? What's the parallel? I don't see it, so you have to make me see the light. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's not just you have to give me a situation, you know. The, the LeBron James rape scandal. There's <laughs> <laughs> a comparison there. <laughs> hey, talk about Kobe Bryant, Monte West, basically his mom. That <laughs> <laughs> scandal. That's funny. Well, you know. I don't know, Todd, I mean, since we got you here, why don't you break down? Okay, well, here, here, here's a good example. Uh, Celtics-Sixers tonight, right? It's a closed-out game for Celtics. If they win, they go to the conference finals. And that Im- immediately made me think of, you know, tournaments we play. Every single game is a closed-out game. You know, from start to finish. If you go 2-2, two and two, you're hoping to get in, you know? Three and one, you're good. You want to be winning four zero, you know, convincingly. And then Sunday morning, every game is a closeout game. Yeah, closeout games are hardest win because, like Paul Pierce said tonight, they, they, it's winner go home for them. Their backs against the wall, and for you, those are some of the hardest games you're ever going to play. So you know you're going to give it your best because you're trying to close out. You know they're going to give it their best. Those are obviously going to be you know clash of the titans type games. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's the way our shit is instantly. First game, you lose the first game, no momentum. Because yeah. <laughs> you're only playing four games. Right? Yeah. Lose the first game, yeah. their momentum is right out the window. So you got to win game two just to get even at one and one. <laughs> yeah. You got to win the very next yeah. one instantly. Yeah. You know? 
closeout game again. Game three, closeout game again just to get up two to one. And then the last one, you have to win to be happy. And if you lose, you have to start praying. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And yeah, that's a good breakdown right there. Sunday morning, closeout game, closeout game, closeout game. So every single game that we play is pretty much a closeout game. You know? You gotta win seven closeout games. It's not like having a one game seven, having seven game sevens. Yeah. I mean that's what I love about paintball. Basketball man. paintball. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like old mind. Even though you're like talking about basketball, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about paintball because on Sunday, man, it's a whole new tournament. You have to win all the time to move forward. The best team on Sunday is gonna fucking Hold my dick. Yeah. Dick. <laughs> is that something that you guys, I mean, how do you guys work in the whole strategy side of things now? I mean, is it something where it's like a team effort? You got a couple couple guys that do it? Or, I mean, how, how does that work for you guys? Everybody. I mean, you know what? Works. <clears throat> I, think, I think we try and, like, focus on each other's strengths, I guess. Uh, obviously, obviously, you know, like the small, fast guys go to the small... Fast spots and you know the bigger guys kind of do bigger guy stuff and I don't know. I think we use that to our advantage because we're, we're we have a lot of people that are very very talented. You know, pretty much everybody on our roster I can just pretty pretty good deserves to be there. You know, and we're all good at you know individual stuff and we kind of play that accordingly on the field. We walk the field pretty thoroughly, <clears throat> play the layout as much as we can. That always helps. Kind of going to the battle mode where you're going to play it. That helps a lot. Practice, yeah. We also practice against like better players like the Seattle Thunder, you know, that come down and help us out with this layout. Yeah. And it's like, because I mean, there's a lot of divisional players out there that are probably listening to, you know, because I mean, Map, you've been around the block. You know, Goon, you've also been around the block. You know, you, you have a situation where it's like, you know, you guys have collectively had a lot of paintball experience and you know also now the guys you're bringing into your squad Mikey Lou and Chris Wilson I mean Chris Wilson's been around the block a lot he's played for a lot of big teams he's played, for, played for you know Bobby's team they, he's won a little bit Mikey Lou obviously played for the Night Dogs for a long time so he's got a lot of veteran experience um, but you know that's that's hard to come by man I mean like professional level experience for a long period of time Map, you've got that. Chris has got that. Goon, you played high-level paintball Friday. Mm -hmm. You guys have a lot of experience. We're talking mm -hmm. about like over a decade now of, oh, yeah. of that experience. And it's like you got a lot of guys out there that don't have that luxury. You know, they haven't been playing for, you know, maybe they've been playing for two years if they're lucky, two, three years. So it's like, what, would, what advice would you have to guys like that? You know, Map, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, there's a lot you have to do to try to even get to the tournament, you know? It's, it's just love for the game, you know, even whatever level you're playing at, you know, it's like, it's like some way, somehow you're, you, you know, like on a personal level, you want to enjoy that, but like on a broader sense, you're like giving back your knowledge and your experience and pass on the torch and teaching these kids and, you know, just the ropes, I guess. I mean, Todd, you've got kind of that same boat going on right now you know on the level of of uh coaching infamous i mean it, and it's you know there's 
obviously a lot of people out there that have seen you guys play expect great things out of you. I mean, you guys got a great team, you know I mean? You were kind of breaking it down before for me, like player by player. I mean, just kind of, you know, I don't know, maybe if you could just go through your team real quick and give me a rundown. You guys got some amazing talent on that team that, you know, started stepping up in Phoenix, you know, it's kind of cool to see, finally, as you're rubbing your face in frustration. <laughs> well, you definitely have to constantly try to raise the level, you know, of your game. So, that, you know, that's all we try and do. But, you know, got a lot of good, solid athletes, people with experience, people that are consistent, people that are huge. It, it takes me an hour to depth out all of them. Well, I, mean, just of like, I mean, with like, let's do some word association. So when I say like, like for instance, I think, you know, Nicky Cuba is obviously coming into his own this year. He started to step up in Phoenix. You know, I mean, break Nicky Cuba down for me. You know, like what's what's good about what he's doing right now? What's working for him? Nicky's always hungry. He always wants to do better. He's motivated. You know, he's lean. He's fast. You know, he's aggressive. So, yeah, with fucking a decade of fucking experience behind him. You know, yeah, yeah. he yeah. knows what he's doing. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He's a vet, dude. He's a killer. He's a vet. He's also good at working his way out of funks, too. Like, Nicky don't stay in slump for very long, you know? Which is tough, because this game's super mental. You know, it's it's very much, especially at that level, to do it at that that high of a level for that long of a time, you know? It's kind of of rough. But another guy that I think that could be a huge player for you, you know, not only this year, but moving forward is like Bobby Villas, you know? I mean, Bobby's a really big player, too. Around. Yeah, Bobby's just tough as nails, dude. Mm-hmm. Been around. Bobby just goes hard all the time, you know, and the only thing that can stop him is himself, you know, as long as he stays focused and just, you know, just goes as hard as he can. Doesn't matter. He's going to get kills, you know? Yeah, and then, like... You know, I think Drew Templeton could be a big player for you guys, too. He's very versatile. Like, there's very few players out there at this level that are that versatile, which is rare. You know, Bobby's that way, too. Nikki's that way, too. You actually have a lot of versatile Well, versatile Drew, again, you know, he's, he's fast, he's aggressive, he's, he's really smart. You know, the smart players, you know, they rule the game. It's like, you know, you, you got to make really intelligent decisions really fast. And, you know, snooze, you lose, punk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who do you guys have? I mean, like you know, obviously you have like a big roster to pull from, but you you know, kind of rolling with the same dudes for this event that you had the last event. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, who's that on your guys' team? You, know, I mean, do you guys have like just straight role players all the way around, or do you have some like super versatile guys too? I mean, Map, obviously, you know, you're pretty, you 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 know, you you made your way in this paintball world by being you know first guy in the snake or. You know, being like an, a, a really attack guy. I mean, do you find yourself in that same position as you get a little bit older and, you know... No, to... I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I keep telling myself that. I was like, man, I'm too old for this shit. <clears throat> I, I, last tournament, I dove in a snake and I hurt my wrist. I was like, wow, I'm getting too old for this. <laughs> yeah, this is too much. I, you know, I wouldn't even play out two or... Make, make you know make little small bumps I guess shoot a couple pods 
close out the games. Yeah. Don't get shot stupid. Yeah. And uh, I don't Stay know. Alive. Goon, I mean, for you, I mean, like, I don't know, break your team, like, down a little bit. Like, I mean, what, what is it? Why are you guys successful? You know, I mean, what, what is it about the squad? Man, honestly, working? man, I think we get along well, to be honest with you. And I know, I know we're not pro. I understand that. You know what? To go and play D2 and D1 abroad and, and do pretty successfully at it. I mean, that's still, that's still pretty good. I remember, like, in the push video, I think it was Ed Portman was talking about it. It's more about, it's kind of like a band, really. It's not like a paintball team. I mean, you spend a lot of time in airports and doing this and doing that in hotel rooms and we, we have a blast everywhere we go. And, you know, we always want to win, obviously, but shit, we leave the field and it's, we have a good time. There's, there's really never any fighting. There's no kind of inner friction, I guess you could say. I mean, we just, mm. we get done with prelims. We go, we go jump in the, we go jump in the pool, you know, paddle around, chase each other and stuff, talk about the field get some sleep and go play Sunday and hopefully go play in the pool again with first place. And that's just kind of what we've been doing. It. How do you guys decide? I mean, cause you said you have like a pretty roster of, of dudes now. Like how do you decide who goes? You know, if you can only bring eight guys and you got 25 guys, <laughs> pretty much whoever can afford it. We don't have anybody. So it's like, you know, Hey, who can do the next one? It's like, Oh, Man, I don't know. I'll see. And you know, Andy's broke. That, that kid still owes me three hundred bucks from Vegas, and that was <laughs> twelve months ago. <laughs> that's like that's typical, though. I mean, a lot of guys can relate it to is. that. I mean, that's just it like is. that's just straight up how it is. Yeah. You know, you got to make them ends meet. However, I mean, you guys just wrapped a big game not too long ago, map like you yeah, were saying. Yep. I mean, so for people out there that are like, how do I get to these tournaments? I mean, how are you guys in San Diego oh, right now? I mean, you know, it's yeah. like, what do you got to do to make that happen? Uh, you know, <laughs> We ref big games, we ref like local tournaments. Yeah, we paid for it. Yeah, we paid for it. It's good. But it's worth it to go on the adventure, you know? Yeah. I, I would rather, I'd rather do this than go buy a lift ticket. It's just how it is. Why do you, you think know? that is, you know? Because it's like, we, you know, I mean, we were eating delicious carne asada and chicken and we were kind of sitting in the backyard and, you know, here in San Diego and it's like, you know, mid may so it's perfect out and we're just yeah, kind of like great. talking about paintball but it's like what is it about like why would you rather do this than buy a lift ticket you know i mean what is it about this particular activity that is keeps you coming back i mean obviously you guys have been doing this for you know you're like 30 years old Gosh, and, i don't know i think it's a, a wonderful recipe of like the actual sport and the the mental side of that and the physical side of the sport and then match that up with the people you meet over the years i mean you know, Todd and you and, and Map and, and everybody else. I mean, the list is, God, a mile long. And it's uh, it's been a pleasure to be a part of, you know. And, it, you know, Paintball made it all possible. And I don't forget that. Because it's like, I don't know, it's just one of those things that kind of, and Map, we were talking about this, but it's like it's very, puts you kind of <clears> in the moment, you know. And you meet other people that you get in that moment with and you kind of just, you know, enjoy that Build ride. That bond, you know? yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of rad because no matter where you go, there's people that do that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, we enjoy traveling. You know, we picked up the rental car this morning and drove down from LAX. How long did that take? An hour and a half, maybe? Two hours. I Two think. hours. Yeah. Stopped at the scenic scenic viewpoint. Yeah. <laughs> Saw your sand. You guys got sand squirrels everywhere. <laughs> I looked down and there were seven of them. I had no idea. Like gophers or what? I mean, they're like, about? Uh, they're, they're, yeah, they're like ground squirrels that live in the bluffs, you know, on your, yep. by your beaches. Anyway. 
But uh, yeah, it's fun. You know, I love sitting shotgun and go drive down the 405 or the 101 or whatever. You know, I don't, you know, get to do that all the time. Yeah, but when you go on the paintball adventure, you get to do that for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's great. Been to Key West, been to, gosh, Jeez, Chicago, yeah. Texas, been everywhere. I mean, so what's notorious? What, what do you guys yeah. like? Right, so obviously, you're you know you're playing Heyman's League and and uh, which is a really awesome league. You know, I mean, it's just one of those like you guys said. You know, the barriers to entry are not very big. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's competitive. I mean, those, competitive, those guys are yeah. playing for keeps, man. What are the other big teams in that league right now that are giving you guys a run for your money? <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally a run, literally a run for your money. All of them, I'd say. It was the yeah. last one was pretty close. You know, yeah. royalty is tough. I remember seeing Shane Pastana and like the you know old like Iron Man '97 video. Played him. That was fun. I told him I've been waiting ten years for that game. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys win? Yeah. Yeah. Smashed him. Yeah. Oh, they actually beat us the first round. They did. They beat us in prelims. Yeah, finals they beat us story. in the prelims, pretty bad. Oh, you played yeah. them in the finals? Yeah. yeah. They got? Did they get second? No, uh, they got third. Yeah. Oh, so you played them in the semifinals? Yeah, semifinals, we played. Yeah. Uh, let's see who SD Mob or something. SD Mob. Yeah. God, I mean, all those all those guys are just. There's so much talent down here. There, there really is. You know, I can't I can't talk bad about anybody that plays in the you know Hinman's league. Those guys are phenomenal players. Well, that's the kind of one of the interesting things too is that you have a situation where because over the years there's been a lot of good players from everywhere, so like that kind of like how to be a good paintball player is kind of infiltrated everywhere. So even you know, I mean, yeah, like you guys said, it's not pro, but dude, there's like crazy battles going on in divisional leagues now. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's but like, but I think like like weather wise, you guys you guys have such an advantage. The fact that you guys have you know seventy degree weather pretty much year round. You know, allows for a lot more people to like play paintball. In Washington, we have some nasty winters, and it does rain a lot. And paintball is <laughs> an outdoor sport; it's yeah. just not as popular. Well, hey, you know, the places that we have to play outdoors some of the year is uh, considerably hotter than seventy degrees. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, if you ever been to SC Village in the summer and yeah, had to practice right. there, right? or or, oh. or anywhere in the Central Valley, like when we had to play, like when we were in excessive on Riches, you know, Riches Field, or any, like, yeah, you. But um, but yeah, but it but it, it may be hundred degrees, but it's still sunny out, you know. I'm sure. Or, yeah. And then in the winter, yeah, obviously, the, you know, you can still keep your skills up in the off season. Yeah. So that you're you know as competitive yeah. as possible. But it's but it, I mean, do you guys have any plans on kind of playing PSP events or moving up or I mean, is you just gonna take it as it comes or what? You know, we're uh, we're actually trying to figure out how to pay for the uh, the injury fee to go to play D one next year. Because you know I have the roster, Mikey Lou and Chris oh, Wilson, really good roster. Yeah, and 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 try to roster these guys, and, and and you know, and continue for you know like I want these guys to play paintball, you know, because I, I just feel like they they're not done yet. Yeah, they need to play paintball. They need to teach a skill, their knowledge to the younger generation. And in order to do that, you know, they can't just sit at home. They gotta, they gotta come out. Yeah, get out to the field, you know. Get out to the field, yeah. Yeah. Come on out, boys, every Sunday. So that's the plan. Is that kind of the grand plan for you guys, or? Yeah, I think so. We play in some pretty shitty conditions, you know. Yeah. Rain, sleet, snow. Doesn't get it doesn't get to a hundred too often. I know that. (laughs) I've done that, but you know, but but it, it teach their own when we play. It's in pretty shitty conditions. And that's why, like, you know, it's it's tough 
10 years later that there's only a handful of people that are still around that, mm -hmm. you know, still don't mind driving, you know, 45 minutes to go play in the rain. You know, all day. Yeah, all day, all weekend. Get all yeah. wet, wash the yeah. bunkers out. Go eat, yeah, go eat some oysters, drink some beer. Yeah. Call it a day. And it's great, man. I, I live for Sundays, live for the weekends to go do this shit. Live for paintball. Yep. Yeah. I'll play with my friends. <clears throat> Hang with my friends. Well, uh, I think that's good, man. I appreciate you guys sitting in with us and, you know, giving us your thoughts about everything. I mean, is there yeah. anything, you know, you guys would like to say? I mean, your sponsors, thank your sponsors, or uh, just, you know, this is your kind of forum to talk, so whatever. Uh, yeah, Raza, I think. Raza's been good to us. Yeah, yeah so uh, so look for Notorious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so look for Notorious and uh, hopefully playing D1 next year. That would be pretty sweet. Hopefully we'll be you guys on the yeah. webcast or something. And, uh, sure. Yeah, we are definitely working hard towards, uh, you know, I, I guess, like, go out there and earn our shit, you know? Yeah. Reffing local events, reffing fucking super games and trying mm -hmm. to make all all this shit happen. Trying to win tournaments and, man, like, like all the money that we win, go right back into it, you know? I can get us to the next tournament. Yeah. Know? Like this year, our goal was to win enough tournaments so we could play a fucking World Cup for free. Yeah. Well, it's like, I mean, the only way that, you know, like, look how, like, the only way that Dynasty even became a team and was able to exist is because one time, you know, the, the Iron Kids put a, a, a team in, and I was playing against them the very first tournament the Iron Kids ever played. We ended up taking second, and we were, we had put a throw together team together as well. And, was like the Southern California Bunker Monkeys or something like that. <laughs> Some ridiculous ass name. But they won. They won the Auto Cockers. So, the, you know, first place was Auto Cockers, or, you know, a gun you could sell for 600 bucks. Mm -hmm. Second place was like oil and squeegees. Yeah, yeah. I remember those days. <laughs> yeah, remember those days where you go, like, try to win yeah. an Auto Cocker That's or like a gun that you could sell for yes. five or 600 bucks to make it yes. to the next tournament? I. A pull through squeegee. Well, yeah, but the yeah. first place was like the guns, and then pot like tail. second place was squeegees and oil, and third place was like ten pots. You know, <laughs> so it was like very much uh, uh, you had to win, and um, and that's the only way that Iron Kids. Uh, so the Iron Kids won that event. They won the they won the, the car, auto cockers, and they sold them. And they went to the next event, and they won that one, and they won every single event that year. And they mm -hmm. were like, hey. Let's let's make a team. Let's call it Dynasty. You know, yeah. eventually it was a little bit more of complicated of a story than that, but that's essentially <laughs> what happened. You know, so yeah. yeah. Hopefully, you guys can. We got we got a good thing going. We got good direction, and that's a yeah. It's a blast. It's great. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, good luck to Notorious, and uh, you know we'll catch up with you guys next time you make your way south. You know, hopefully maybe we'll get up to Seattle and uh, do a whole. You should. Podcast from the beach house. Yeah, right. yeah. See how that goes. Shucking some oysters. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just beer. doing out there. Pretty cool, man. Yeah, and just throw some paintball in with it. We're good. Yeah, the least deadliest catch as we sit around on a boat right. and hoist some crabs in or something. Mm -hmm. Yo, man, man, it'd be, be a lot of fun. My gosh, sit around the fire. Twist, hey, twist my arm. <laughs> I mean, twist my arm. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to the Real Deal podcast, brought to you by PaintballAccess.com. And there's a wealth of content on the site. There's videos from the past events. There's player statistics. We have stories and blogs from the top players in the game. Make sure to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. You know, that way you guys can stay in touch with all the news and events in the paintball world. And to find a local event near you, make sure you check out PSPEvents.com. There's 
tons of affiliates all over the world. So whatever level of paintball you happen to be playing at, even if you play rec and you want to get into the game, uh, you definitely can find it on PSPEvents.com. Also make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Matty Marshall SD, and let me know who you guys want to hear from on this podcast. And if you like the podcast, make sure you tell your friends about it so we can keep doing this. So thank you guys for tuning into The Real Deal, and be sure to listen in next week.